My name is Ryan Heslaw, and welcome to the Recalibrate Podcast. Each month, we bring you the inspirational stories, experiences, and knowledge of everyday people with a mission to help listeners on their journey of self-discovery. Whether you're listening in at work, while you study, while you're at the gym, or when driving in the car, this podcast serves as a place for you to be encouraged, motivated, and empowered to elevate your potential in all seasons of life. If you find value in today's episode, be sure to connect with me on social media and also be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can be the first to know about future episodes. Thank you in advance for spending some time with me. Let's jump into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode one. I can't believe this time is finally here. Uh, This has been something I've been working on for quite a while now. I've been really keeping it on the DL for quite some time, but I'm really excited about actually seeing this thing up and moving and actually just like sitting here recording this thing. It's pretty surreal, but I just want to thank you up front for even tuning in right now. Obviously, this is the beginning of a long, long journey, but I'm thrilled to think about the outcome of what's going to happen through the show and what we have planned. As You've probably seen in a lot of our branding, this is categorized as a self-discovery podcast. It's been created with you in mind, frankly. I really wanted to do what I could to create a show that would be really driven towards helping you better understand your life story, help you better understand your place in the world, and help you really understand that you are one incredible human being. And um, I'm just thrilled about the opportunity to do this with you. That being said, with this being episode one, I figured this would probably be a great time to simply introduce myself. If you are a friend of mine, if we went to school together, and you've probably heard my story before, if not, wonderful. Uh, this is a great place for you to understand who I am, what drives me, and my overall why, because I figured this is probably the best place to start to understand the foundation of this show and um, what's really gotten me up until this point. So that being said, if you have any questions, questions, uh, have topics you want answered, um, or at least discussed on the show. If you have questions you want answered, if you have people in mind that you'd love to have on the show, feel free to send an email to contact at ryanhustle.com and we'll get in touch with you. Also, feel free to connect with us on social media. Obviously, this thing is a baby and we have a long way to go, but if you don't mind sharing this and uh, getting the word out about the Recalibrate podcast, I'd greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. So, my story. This is actually interesting recording this right now because depending on when this is released, well, regardless, it's the month of May. Uh, May is the month that this entire journey that I have been on began, May of 2012, quite a few years ago. But at that time, I was actually 15, 16 years old. You know, I figured this is probably a great spot to start and begin and allow you to take a trip down memory lane with me and better understand uh, what's led me up till this point, like I said earlier. And so when I actually transitioned into high school, I developed a mentality that, that I think many of us can relate to. It's the this fear of rejection and desire for acceptance. Regardless of how old you are, I think this is a problem that we all experience. And as a result of that early on at such a young age, I became someone I wasn't really supposed to be. Fell into a lot of the wrong groups, a lot of the wrong crowds, and um, I just started becoming very fake. Um, I knew that the person that I was putting myself out there to be was not really me on the inside. Um, I was just so insecure 
struggled so much with negative self-talk that I felt that was the only route to go. Um, then God, early on, I was able to recognize the fact that, you know what, Ryan, the path you're going down probably isn't the greatest. Luckily, I was able to take a few steps back, reevaluate where I was, and I discovered this passion for personal development. I didn't really know where that was going to get me. All I knew was if I started now working on myself and investing into myself, imagine where I could be years from now if I actually kept that pace going. And so I think having that idea in mind of knowing where I'm at right now, it's not the greatest and I'm capable of getting out of it. And then thinking about, imagine where I could be a few years from now if I keep consistently going um, and continue to persevere on the good days, the bad days and everything in between. And so at that time, I you know was able to get a lot of clarity when it came to the relationships I was in, you know, even friendships and um, more importantly, things I valued and the things I was spending my time doing. Um, I was really able to grab a hold of these and I really had to reevaluate my entire life and my overall lifestyle. And at that time, I started going back to church. I reestablished my relationship with God. Um, I started serving more in the community and um, started doing a lot of things, many of which purpose driven, you know, but I figured why not try and find meaning and some of these key areas of life and start investing into myself. And that's something I can continue to encourage everybody to consider is the importance of investing into yourself wisely um, and being very, very intentional about it because it can really change the game for where you want to go and what you want to do and the kind of imprint you want to leave on the world if you do it right. I ended up uh, developing a weird hobby or at least pursuing a weird hobby. I didn't think it was weird. Some people find it weird, but at the age of like 15, 16 years old, I loved writing business plans. I I loved reading researching how these things came together and actually developing a roadmap for how you get from point A to point Z in the most strategic way possible. I loved the process. And I think for many of us, when it comes to just anything regarding life, uh, one thing that I've learned is learning to embrace and enjoy the process. Um, because we live in a world right now that's very fast-paced. We're very impatient with so many so many things. Um, but if we can learn to slow down and embrace the process, enjoy it, and um, crave that, um, th- that path and that journey of just trying to consistently discover more and more about ourselves, which is where the show came to be. It's all about self-discovery, helping us better understand ourselves and our place in the world. And so with writing business plans, it's cool, fantastic, but anyone out there that's listening that has started a company or tried to make something happen regarding small business or start an initiative or a campaign or project or organization, you know that ideation is 1% of the equation. Um, The rest is all execution. And so for me, I loved writing these plans, but I never knew how to execute. Um, And so I had many different ideas up my sleeve at that point. Um, And my parents were my greatest supporters at that time and continue to be my biggest supporters today, which I'm beyond grateful grateful for. I remember at that time I thought, well, what would it look like to actually take this entrepreneurial DNA I've discovered within myself and actually merge it with a nonprofit space? Because at that time I started, you know, focusing more on um, social impact. I really wanted to use this this skill set that I believed I had of an envisioning an idea and actually trying to go out there and make it happen and trying to find a way to fit that into um you know, the world in the the most positive way possible. And, you know, for me at that time, it was the nonprofit space. And so I started paying close attention to, you know, a, a lot of different challenges I was seeing within my own community. And the two that really got my attention was just the stigma surrounding mental health 
especially amongst teens. And then on top of that, at the time, uh, bullying prevention. I mean, there, there was so much stuff going on, you know, regarding that and so much disrespect happening amongst my peers. And um, all these things really just grabbed my attention. I realized how unbalanced we were when it came to being receptive to the emotional well-being of youth and uh, more importantly, the emotional well-being of each other. And so I wrote up an idea, wrote up a plan for how that would work. But again, I didn't really know how to execute. So on uh, May 6, 2012, so again, I, I reiterate that May is a very important month for me because this is when this whole journey began. Um, on May 6, 2012, unfortunately, a student from a local high school had taken his life. That evening, I was on my laptop. I was scrolling through my Facebook news feed and was seeing all the commotion going on about what had happened. And that night, um, I'm sitting at my desk and I see that sticky note, sticky note right on my desk. Uh, said forever you on it. Um, that was the name of this project that I wanted to start to help create conversation about mental health amongst youth and help us to be more receptive and more understanding of each other. But again, I didn't know how to begin. And so that night, again, seeing all the commotion on social media, everyone talking about what would, what had happened, I really looked at that as unfortunate as it was. I looked at it as an opportunity to introduce this idea to the world. That night, I ran into my parents' room and uh, I said, guys, I have I have another idea because at this point, I probably had 20 of them. And uh, I said, I want to go for this. What do you think? And of course, they both looked at each other and, you know, being the supportive parents they are, they said, go for it. We don't know what's going to come out of this thing, but we'll find a way to make it happen. And so I ran back into my room and I made a Facebook post about this idea called Forever You, this project that I wanted to create. And again, that was on May 6, 2012. And it received a lot of positive, positive response, which I was grateful for. That was awesome to see. And um, the next day I was like, okay, I got this momentum. Fantastic. I got it out there. Now what? And so the next day I ended up creating a Facebook page called Forever You where I would create my own content to really deliver hope to the hurting. Um, I did whatever I could to create blogs, videos, just create whatever kind of content that I really believe that could give someone a better understanding of the value within them. And um, after that, you know, I really all, all I saw Forever You becoming was this like social media project um, where we would just spread a positive message. You know, a few weeks after that, I put together a plan for actually creating a school club called Forever You. Um, just never gained traction, unfortunately. It just didn't have the structure it needed. And um, I was devastated at that point, too, because I just felt like, especially at that age, I didn't have the support I needed. Because obviously, my parents have been huge supporters of my work, but, you know, people to really... Um, help in certain areas of, you know, trying to get this thing off the ground. It was, it was definitely challenging. It was definitely hard. I, uh, I didn't really have any mentors or any guidance on how to make this thing happen. I actually had to go out there and make it happen. Um, I had to find those mentors. I had to find those people who could really come alongside me and point me in the right direction. And so after I didn't really have that, uh, that much success within the schools, that's when I decided to kind of work from the outside in. I figured why not start in the communities and see if there's a way that we can actually work our ways into the schools. So what ended up happening was a couple weeks after, you know, the uh, throwing the idea in the trash about, you know, starting a school club, I organized this community gathering, which I was just ecstatic for because in my head, again, keep in mind, I, I'm like 15, 16 years old at this point. And um, man, I, I remember so vividly that day in my head, I'm envisioning hundreds of people to be at this gathering. Uh, it was just at a local park and um, 
man, I, like I, I just remember getting so pumped up about this thing. I got my own vinyl banner made. I had wristbands made. I had stickers made. I was set. I was so excited about bringing people together to inform them about this idea and then try and delegate responsibility and actually create this movement. That day, I remember the event started at, started at about, I'd say three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I show up, I got all my stuff set out, laid out, and um, you know, then it's 3.10 and 3.15, still nobody. By like 3.30, there were about like four people who showed up who were all good friends of mine. And the, the funny part about that story too is I was leaving to go to this event earlier that, that afternoon and my dad was actually putting his like camera equipment into his car. And I said, Dad, well, what are you doing? And he said, I'm going to come record this. This is a pretty significant moment. This is pretty cool. And I said to him, as a teenager would, um, being stubborn and just this is just being a dumb teenager, I said, no, Dad, this is my project. This is my thing. You and Mom stay home. You know, because that was my idea. This was my baby. I'd, I had envisioned this thing and created it, and I wanted to bring it into the world on my own. And so he said, okay, I get it. I respect that. And he went back inside and I drove to the, went, went over to the event. And so I remember at the end of this gathering when I was like, okay, let's scrap this whole forever you concept and toss it out. I remember packing up and I saw some rustling in the bushes way in the, way in the back of the area that we were meeting at. And I'm looking and all of a sudden I see it's my dad with the camera and now I'm I am so, so upset because I'm embarrassed. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. Um, I had been envisioning, uh, envisioning this idea for such a long time. And so to see it not come together the way it did or the, the way I'd hoped, you know, it, it just really, um, yeah, it definitely was one of the most difficult moments that I've experienced in my startup journey. That, that moment of having an idea and not seeing people come through or seeing um, the opportunities and the doors open the way in which you hoped. You know, it, they're great lessons to experience because I think depending on the way in which you actually encounter these moments um, really changes the way in which you kind of tackle the road before you, you know, and that's the whole idea behind this podcast, the name Recalibrate. It's about shifting our perspective, recalibrating our focus, because in that moment, I was so tunnel focused on scrapping this whole idea. And especially seeing my dad come out of those bushes, I was I was so upset and so embarrassed that I just wanted to curl up and just be done with this whole thing. But the cool part about that story is the picture my dad actually took of me at that event with those four people is now sitting in my office. It serves as a constant reminder of learning to embrace the process and to find joy in the process of all things. And I really want this to be a common theme in this podcast as well, to simply encourage you to embrace the process of life, to be patient with yourself, to find joy in every moment, and to give each and every day your very best. After about a couple weeks, I decided to revisit this whole idea behind Forever You. I didn't really know what it was going to become, what I wanted to do with it, but I knew that I had to shift my perspective. I needed to shift my focus and I needed to find a way to make this thing happen because when you buckle down and go after something, you have to do whatever you can to pull this thing off. Even if it takes years, even if it takes time, moments of stress, frustration, whatever it is, 
just consistently understand that it is okay to keep going back to the drawing board, to consistently reinvent yourself, to consistently reinvent the idea. That That's the only way that you can actually make something happen is when you understand the importance of being malleable and being teachable and knowing that it is good to evolve. And um, after a couple weeks, um, I said, all right, well, let's let's maybe go bigger with this thing and actually become a nonprofit organization. And so that's where, you know, we ended up pursuing that whole process, which was a headache in itself. All really forever you became for quite a few years was just this community project where on occasion we do some community events or fundraisers like 5Ks and community walks and things like that. And then I ended up getting over my fear of public speaking and actually speaking at schools. A lot of you don't know this, that, I mean, for many of us, where it's very uncomfortable to speak in front of people. At that age, when I was a teenager in high school, this is probably now junior year, um, I ended up getting over my fear of speaking and I started to share my message with small groups of people, you know, so started with small after school clubs to maybe some church groups, local organizations. And then that ended up becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. For quite a while, I would just travel around the area and just speak to schools about my message, which was quite an experience. Um, And then going off to college was so hard because I actually didn't want to go to college to begin with. I graduated from Trinity Christian College in 2018 with a degree in entrepreneurship. And uh, one of my advisors at the time will tell you, like one of the first couple weeks I was in school, I was like, I need help like staying accountable with this thing because I don't want to be here. I was so focused on trying to pursue this idea that I really wanted to push everything else out of the way. And luckily, I was able to find a mentor early on who really told me to look at college as a four-year runway to develop myself, to really equip myself in such a way where when I walk across that stage, get that diploma, I am off and running with my organization. And that's something I tell a lot of college students who, who are in the startup scene is, you know, look at those four years to develop yourself because you are so, so young. I know there's so many people out there that are young and want to start something and it's like, slow down, you know, like I, I'm probably one of the few people who act that way. I think there's, you know, we live in a culture right now where it's so fast paced and we want quick success and we want things to happen overnight. And that's just not the case when we can slow down and actually embrace the process and not be lazy, be very active and get things done, but understand that these things take time. Forever You is almost eight years old now and gosh, we're still figuring ourselves out. And we're, I mean, we're in an amazing spot today. And I'll speak about that in a minute. But my goodness, we're still a baby, you know, and once I've learned to embrace the process and understand that it's okay to take your time with these things and to continue to um, revisit the drawing board, it's really allowed um, me to better understand what it looks like as a human being, especially just when it comes to our lives and who we are, understanding that it is okay to have hard days. It's okay to be challenged and experience moments of trial, but it all depends on how we actually confront these things and look at it from a different perspective, recalibrate our focus and really seek that growth. So throughout college, um, that was hard you know, was trying to balance all this stuff. And in 2017, I ended up taking that advice of using the classroom as a place to really um, polish out some of my skills, ended up rebuilding the entire organization from scratch. So fast forward to where we are today. I serve as the executive director and president at Forever You. We're a 501c3 youth development organization that empowers youth to overcome adversity through personal development programs. So we offer camps, day retreats, um, community-based programs, peer groups, all kinds of stuff where 
where we basically give students who are challenged by an emotional or situational form of adversity the tools, experiences, and mentorship and programs they need to really get back on their feet and show the world what they're made of. So it's been an amazing ride to get to that point because what I'll mention is er, during those early years of Forever You, there was no structure. I didn't understand what we were. I was changing our logo maybe like every few weeks. Um, I was changing our slogan and our tagline every few months. It was just a mess. And again, I didn't have the guidance that I probably wish I had, you know, because I just, I was going into this thing blind. So all I could do was just try things out and fail early and most importantly, fail forward. You know, I think it's okay to, and and that's the weird thing about uh, something I crave is I crave failure because the more I I fail and the more I mess up, the closer I get to actually gaining the knowledge I need to be the best that I can be in all avenues of life, both business and just, again, in my my overall life. And so failing forward is one of those key things that I've really learned to be so important in regardless of what your career is or where you're at in your life. Um, it's really, really a game changer. And so Forever You has got a bright future ahead of us, uh, of it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled about the way in which Recalibrate is really going to merge with Forever You too, because something we'll be doing is actually bringing some of the mentors that we have in our organization, some of our alumni, some of the speakers we've had, um, even even some of our students who are actually going to be part of the show um, and be part of this podcast and allow them to share their comeback stories and things they're learning and um, just their different outlooks and how they want to navigate the world. It's a really beautiful thing. And I'm looking forward to the ways in which we'll be able to collaborate between Recalibrate and Forever You in the near future. So that's one big chunk of my life. And what, what I didn't mention earlier was the actual why behind I went went after all this. Um, it wasn't just uh, wanting to make a dent in these issues. I mean, it, it was definitely a significant part, but what ended up being the driving force behind Forever You early on um, was the stories of quite a few people. When I was doing a lot of research early on in high school and trying to gain understanding of mental health advocacy and awareness and just statistics and things that were going on, what I often turned my attention to for motivation and for empowerment and for just reason and for meaning was actually researching the stories of people um, who who had been challenged by some of these circumstances. And what I would often do after school is I would go home and I would print off these news articles of students who had unfortunately taken their life. And through these articles, I would figure out what went wrong, what could I have done, what would have been the solution. It was the stories of these students that became my fuel, became my why, became the driving force to find creative solutions to ensure that youth who are struggling had the resilience to keep living. That is my why. That is the foundation of who I am and what I'm trying to do. And the pictures of these students, I continue to keep with me in my bag. Um, They are a constant reminder of the work that I do. And um, it's important to be able to identify what's the foundation of what you're doing and the kind of life you want to live. And how can you allow that to really just live into each and every area of your life? It's an amazing, beautiful thing when you can begin to see how having a why, having a positive foundation can really change the way in which you tackle the world. And so what ended up happening uh, early on, you know, in college too, was I started to think more deeply about other strategic strategic approaches behind um, ensuring that people who were struggling had the resilience to keep living. Yes, I was focused on youth, but I really wanted to go beyond that. So as I mentioned, I'm the executive director and uh, president at the Youth Development Organization Forever You. That's one half of my life. Um, 
my junior year of college, I wanted to find ways to really tackle the technology scene and create technology that supported an idea that I had. At Forever U, one of the models that we have um, when it comes to the students we serve is called the ENS model. Everyone needs someone. And so through that model, it ensures that every single student that we work with has a mentor or has someone that they can lean on or turn towards when life is tough. That model, I felt, needed to be implemented into every setting, schools, companies, hospitals, fire departments, police departments, etc. So my junior year of college, I ended up founding a company called Above the Waves, um, where basically the idea behind it was to create technology that helped simplify how our world prioritized mental health and safety needs across all educational and professional sectors. And, um, you know, being able to pursue that and go into the technology scene I'm not a tech person. I mean, now I'm way more uh, well-equipped for leading a tech company. But early on, I was not. I was a nonprofit guy and um, didn't really know what steps to take when it came to um, navigating this entire scene. But I knew that I could be malleable and I could be teachable. And this is something I could grow into. And so um, I've been leading that company for the past couple of years. It's a startup company. Um, We're very early stage, but we're very excited about the future that we have. We're doing a lot of amazing improvements right now with our technology of how we're really going to be able to impact schools, to companies, to fire departments, police departments, the list goes on. Um, you know, and I'm thrilled about that. And there's a unique partnership there um, between Forever You and Above the Waves. Um, they really work closely together. And it's really exciting to see uh, how these things have come alive. I'm 24 now. And to be in a position where um, these things have come to life the way they have really just continues to rock my world. Um, You know, and it's something uh, I I, till this day, I get very emotional about because of the fact that um, I'm just a normal person just like you. We we all have amazing opportunities on a daily basis to make a positive impact in the world in some way, shape or form in small and big ways. And I think the more we can understand that we're all capable of remarkable things, um, the better off this world's going to be. And that's what I want this show to be about, uh, to be about you better understanding your life story, you better understanding your place in the world and you better understanding the, you know, the fact that you are capable of some remarkable, remarkable things. And so moving forward, you know, it's not just going to be me talking. Um, Ideally, we're going to have guests throughout the month and uh, they're going to be able to share their stories. They're going to be able to share their knowledge. They're going to be able to share their experiences on a wide variety of topics. Moving forward too, you know, I just want to encourage you to have an open heart and an open mind when you do tune into these episodes, whether you're watching online or you're listening online. I really hope that this can be a place that you walk away with some level of value every single time. And the great thing about this show and the way it's formatted is that you're going to walk away with a bottom line every time. So after everything we talk about, you're going to walk away with one key statement that you can grab a hold of and hopefully live into. On top of that, you're going to walk away with a key action step that you can implement into your life to help you elevate your potential, your influence, your impact in the world. And just like sitting here too, thinking about, again, this is episode one. We have a long way to go. And I thank you up front again for, uh, you know, being part of this thing. And I, I, I look forward to the ways in which that we're going to grow together. What I told myself up front was that, you know, regardless of how many people listen to this thing or watch this thing, what is most important to me is that we can positively influence the life of one person. If we can do that, my job's done. That has been my focus through Forever You, through Above the Waves, and now through this podcast. 
And I hope that you can continue to live into that as well, that that can be part of your daily mantra of doing what you can to positively influence and impact the life of just one person. Because when we can hit one person, that creates a ripple effect. And that's when beautiful things happen in this world. You know, when it comes to this show as well, you know, this is a place you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be motivated. You're going to be empowered. You're going to be inspired. And what gets me really hyped up about this whole thing is that this show is all about you. It was created with you in mind. So that being said, regardless of where you've been, where you are, where you want to go, or what story you're living, I am so, so glad you're here. And the people that we're going to have on this show too, I know they're going to be very excited to be able to join in with you on your journey, um, on your self-discovery journey. And um, again, anything we can do to be a resource for you, please let us know. Because this show is here to be a tool for you, to be a resource, to help you elevate your potential in the world, no matter what season it is. And uh, I hope that every single one of you are able to, again, walk away with something from each and every episode. And I want to promise you up front, I'm going to give you my very best. You know, obviously, this is a new thing for me. I'm very nervous about it. I'm scared about it. But Again, as long as you know we can continue to be teachable and malleable, we begin to understand that we're capable of some really, really cool things. This is something I'm learning and still growing in, and it's something I want you to grab a hold of too. And so if there is anything that I want you to know throughout the show, it is that there is something inside of you that this world is waiting to see, and it's my hope that through this show, we can help you find it. So if there's anything you need from us, again, feel free to reach out. You can send an email to contact at ryanhustlaw.com. But again, I really wanted this first episode to be a time where I could just simply introduce myself, welcome you to the Recalibrate podcast, this new chapter of my life, and hopefully uh, a chapter that we'll all be able to benefit from and give you the chance to better understand my story, better understand my why. And I, obviously, I didn't get into too many of the crazy details because I'm sure we'll be able to hit on a number of them throughout all the episodes. But um, at least you can better understand what's the driving force behind like who I am, the key things that I'm learning, um, my overall why being those kids that continue to be the driving force behind uh, my work that I do today. And I just want to encourage you and challenge you as an action step moving forward, something realistic and achievable to really find a time to sit down for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes and write out what you believe the foundation of your life is. What is your why? What is the driving force behind who you are, what you do and the kind of legacy that you want to leave behind here on this earth? So take that for what it is. I encourage you to continue to be great, continue to do some amazing things in the coming weeks. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. Share this with friends, family, people in your network. Um, Would love to get connected with them. Just welcome to the Recalibrate community, and I will see you guys next time. Take care. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Recalibrate Podcast. Again, if you found value in this episode, please stay in touch with me on social media and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can be the first to know about future episodes. As always, I challenge you to dream boldly. I challenge you to invest into yourself wisely. I challenge you to try and try again. I challenge you to keep showing up. Remember that you are capable of remarkable things. Please don't let anyone or anything prevent you from seeing that. 